0: Welcome to Love Space, I'm your host Erin Evans and today I have a solo episode for you on seven ways that you can make space for a little more love in your life. So as I was making this list I couldn't help myself with the alliteration so these are the (laughs) seven S's of bringing more love in, making space for love here on Love Space. This is a place that we wanna be in flow, feeling connected to the universe, to the people around us. And we wanna be in that frequency of love as often as possible. And this is where a lot of healing happens. This is where the magic is. So yeah, let's get into it. The first way to make space for love in your day is to slow down slow down. And this one brings up a lot of resistance for me personally. I have a lot of energy. I tend to talk fast, think fast, move fast. I'm pretty injury prone actually, because I move a little too fast sometimes, but I find that it's really hard to access that, that love space and to really allow for the day to just flow the way it's supposed to flow and to allow for love when I'm rushing, 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 you know, I think so many of us are rushing to the next activity, you know, from the moment we wake up and our eyes open, oh, what time is it? How much time do I have? You know, and we're really, we're really steeped in a culture of productivity and efficiency. So I just encourage you to slow down. And if there's something that you can do with a little more slowness and a little more care, Maybe it's something that's as simple as brushing your teeth in the morning. Do it a little more slowly and just see how it feels. For me, slowing down is something that I find is super helpful in the morning. I really just bring a totally different energy to my day. If I can really get a hold of my morning right away before I let it get a hold of me. And you know, one way to do this is just, you know, when you wake up, taking it nice and slow, maybe staying in bed for a couple moments, bringing your hand to your heart, maybe doing some kind of meditation practice in the morning, or even just getting out of bed nice and slow, taking the time to pour yourself a nice big glass of water, hydrate for the day ahead, taking it nice and slow, getting dressed a little more slowly than you usually do, And even if this means that you have to wake up a little bit earlier so that you can really enjoy a nice slow morning, you know, really enjoying the ritual of making your coffee or really enjoying the practice of taking your dog for a walk or letting them out in the yard or feeding your pets, really slowing down to really appreciate those moments and and letting there be a little bit of magic in the ritual of the everyday things that most days we probably rush our way through. So slowing down is a great way to make space for a little more love. The next one that came to mind is to simplify. So this helps us slow down, right? Because the less stuff we have to worry about, uh, the more slowly we can move and, and with more intention. So simplifying your life in general, I find is not easy to do, but is very rewarding. One really simple example of this is simplifying your meals, right? So some days it may feel really great. I know I personally love getting creative in the kitchen and often end up making a big mess and, you know, trying lots of flavors and ingredients and looking up a recipe online and maybe I have to go buy you know, 11 different ingredients that I don't usually have in the house. So maybe just for the week, you make it a point to just simplify your meals. You can still eat really healthy, but for me, when things get busy, I will keep it so simple. Literally, you know, a plate of spinach with a little drizzle of olive oil and salt and maybe some tomato slices. With a chicken breast or a piece of fish or not even, you know, maybe just some avocado, like three ingredient lunches. I'm talking super simple. Or maybe it's peanut butter and toast in the morning. I mean, really keeping it simple, just a handful of ingredients or less, you know, just foods that you really love, getting just to the most important things that you need on your plate to feel satisfied. Maybe this is scrambled eggs with salt and pepper. Okay. Super simple. Not every meal has to be complicated in order to be nourishing and to feel like a ritual. And then maybe you just really slow down when you're making those eggs and you put love and intention into those eggs and you thank the chickens that laid them and, you know, the farmer who brought them, you know, to your store, to your market or to your door and sprinkling salt with intention and noticing how it feels in your fingers, really simplifying and slowing down uh, can really make magic of something simple, like a plate of eggs. And I find that the food that I'm eating is just so much tastier and feels more satisfying when I can slow down and make it. And for me, keeping it really simple is a more practical way to actually do this another example of simplifying is you know your closet your physical space figure out what are your what outfits do you just love do you just reach for every time they're clean i know i have a few outfits in particular or favorite pieces of clothing that as soon as my clothes are clean i wear those right away those are the ones i want to pack when i go on a weekend trip and really, just boiling down what are your favorite things to wear? What do you feel the best in? And maybe donating the rest or coming up with, you know, I know some folks who are really busy, they kind of like to just simplify and have sort of a uniform. You know, I think of Steve Jobs with the uh, black turtleneck and the jeans, and just that was the uniform. That was his look. And, you know, taking all those decision-making moments in the morning of what am i gonna wear and taking the drama out of that and just keeping it simple so that you, it's one last thing that you have to think about really clarifying what do you love what matters to you the most and letting go of the rest so for me i I don't I don't love the idea of a uniform because I really love to express myself through my clothing and my favorite pieces of clothing are anything but simple and uniform like I love rainbow colors and flowy things and florals and patterns and wild kind of peacock sort of expressive clothing. And so for me, it's really important for me to be able to express myself that way but I can still pare it down to a few favorite wild things, maybe keep my basics simple and move on with my life. (laughs) And certainly not having too much shame about outfit repeating. I think that's totally okay to repeat outfits. (laughs) So life is short, wear what you love. And if there's things in your closet that you just know you don't like the way they fit or you're justifying holding onto them for some reason, Maybe see how it feels to just let some of that stuff go. And, you know, less laundry to do, less less decisions to make in the morning. Just simplify. And this can be applied to any physical space. You know, the things that you keep on your desk. Really keeping it simple. What are the things that bring you joy? And what are the things you need? And get rid of the rest. So, So the first one was slowing down. The second one was simplifying. And the third one, I think, has to be surrender. And this is where I get into sort of my spiritual practice. Um, For me, one thing that I really need to do every morning is in my prayer practice, really just surrendering the day, you know, because I wake up with all kinds of ideas about how I want the day to go, what I'm excited about, what I'm attached about, (laughs) you know, what kind of expectations I have for the day. And it can be really powerful and really refreshing and comforting to really just surrender all of that and to just acknowledge the truth, which is that I am not really in control of most things that are going to happen in my day. And if I can do that, if I can surrender that willingly (laughs) in the morning, it's a great reminder, you know, as the day proceeds, I can come back to, you know, that remembering that, hey, when I was, when I woke up this morning, I prayed and I said, hey, spirit, let me know what you need today. And my day is your day. Use me the way that you need me. And let me just serve love in everything that I do. And please take care of the details. I surrender all of that. I think this really makes space for love because really when we're holding on to control, we really block ourselves and we kind of can only grab so much in our hands at once and we can only focus on so much. And when we let go of control... And we sort of loosen our grip on the day, on, you know, maybe our relationships or our job or whatever outcomes we're finding ourselves really attached to. When we can let go of that attachment and those expectations, honestly, the universe, spirit, whatever you choose to call maybe your higher power, God, God may have bigger and better plans for you in store than the day you think you're supposed to have so if you can if you can let go a little bit and surrender the day you're really allowing space to let spirit surprise you and let the day surprise you and the opportunities that come in may be so much more beautiful and amazing than anything you thought you wanted to have happen in that day so one example of this would be say you have a big job interview and you're really nervous and in the morning you're like you know, I want to nail this job interview, I have to say the perfect thing. And I have to look this way and make sure that I get this job. And you're kind of grasping it like white knuckling that job interview. And of course, we want to put our best foot forward. Of course, absolutely bring your best, bring your A game, do your do your homework, do your research, go into that interview prepared. But imagine how much more authentically and more confidently you can be in that interview if before you go in you surrender you surrender the outcome you can really trust that however it's supposed to work out if that's the opportunity that's meant for you just asking for that support hey god spirit universe give me the words that i need help me to ask the right questions You know, use me in this interview to serve the highest good for all of us. And if this is the job that's meant to be for me, you know, help me to help me to really nail this interview and really impress these folks and help me to make an impression. But if this isn't the job for me, if this isn't the opportunity for me, then let that be what it is. And you never know, you know, if that job is the job for you, great. Maybe you'll nail the interview. But if you can surrender the outcome, you'll probably be a lot more calm going in. You'll probably be able to really show up as yourself. You'll be able to be present and actually listen and tune in to the people who are asking you those questions. And you're if you're not obsessing over whether they like you or whether you're going to get the job, you can really be present for that and really perform better. And imagining that you don't get the interview, maybe the universe has something even more incredible in store for you. Maybe that job, if you were to take that job, you would have missed the next job that's going to come around the corner. That's going to really open up some doors for you. That's really going to be where you find your stride, where you maybe make the connections for the people that you're supposed to be working with, the next project, et cetera, et cetera, those opportunities. So you know, this is super cliché, but it's sort of like when one door closes, another one opens. You know, this idea that when we surrender, we're really opening ourselves up to let spirit work in our lives in a way that is for our highest good. And really having the humility to recognize that we don't always know what we don't always know what we need. You know, we are just having this human experience and we do our best with the information that we have, but there's always these forces out there that are supporting us. And so surrendering and letting that, letting that support come to you. Another way to make space for love is really related to this. And this is spirit and nature connection. So spiritual practices, whether that's prayer or meditation for you, or, you know, any kind of church or Community that you're a part of, or maybe this is simply taking the time to sit in nature or walk in nature or go to a really beautiful natural place that you find awe inspiring wherever you feel most connected to spirit. If you can work that into your day, amazing. If you can work that into your week, that's great. Maybe this means that you take a five minute break from your job and you go walk yourself in the park and just here, listen to the birds, just really tune in and be present for whatever gifts the day has in store for you. For me, I find it very refreshing to be in nature. I also find it is very centering and grounding to spend time in meditation. So for me, this spiritual practice for me on a day-to-day looks like maybe sitting in the grass for five minutes when I'm getting a little stressed out. Or taking my dog for a, a long walk, and maybe leaving my phone at home, or maybe taking my headphones out. I know I often listen to podcasts while I'm walking, and that's great. But once in a while, just kind of getting clear and, and really simplifying, and you know, keeping my ears open. And and just never know who you're going to run into. Maybe you're going to meet a neighbor that's going to end up being a friend of yours. Maybe there will be some other beautiful thing that you get to witness just from taking this time to connect to something greater than ourselves just once a day. So this is something that I found really helpful to make space for a little more love and a little more magic in my day. The next way to make space for love and the next way to bring more love in that I thought of is the self. So what I mean by this is what can we do for ourselves? that we're hoping others will do for us. So for example, are there any romantic gestures that you're hoping to receive? Maybe you're hoping that, you know, your uh, romantic partner will buy you flowers, will surprise you with a beautiful romantic dinner. And you know, that may be the case. And I I hope that everyone out there gets the romantic gestures that their heart desires. But what what of these can you do for yourself? Can you buy yourself flowers? You know, if you're sitting around feeling dissatisfied with, you know, maybe you're not in a relationship and you wish you were, or maybe you're in a relationship and your partner just doesn't think to do these things for you as often as you'd like. I am having this image come up um, from the movie Clueless, which was a huge hit when I was growing up. And Cher Horowitz, the main character, starts sending herself flowers and love notes, <laughs> um, as a ploy to, you know, get attention from some boy in the movie, but showing, showing others that she's worthy of this attention and look, oh, she, somebody's sending her flowers. It's sort of a silly example, but I think. Just doing this for ourselves, you know, you still get the flowers, honey. You know, <laughs> can you make yourself a beautiful meal? You know, maybe light a candle for yourself. Can you plan a trip just for you or plan a spa day for yourself? And it doesn't have to be something that's really expensive, too. You know, can you write yourself a love note okay (laughs) or write a poem for yourself whatever your heart desires can you make up a song for yourself you know whatever your creative expression is whatever direction feels like the direction to take this in i just encourage you to look to yourself to bring some of those those loving gestures and some of that love in for yourself because we are our own best friends we are our own best healers So yeah, just, you know, looking at what kind of, what kind of love are you hoping to receive and where can you begin to do that for yourself and just being open to whatever kind of comes to mind, trying to take maybe the judgment out of it. I know that it can feel a little weird to show ourselves love. You know, I know I've talked uh, some about telling yourself that you love yourself And I think that, you know, if that feels icky or that feels weird, or even the idea of writing yourself a nice note, you know, even in your journal, if that feels weird to you, I encourage you to just examine some of the resistance that's coming up and, you know, where does that come from? And are you not worthy of receiving that love? And I think we all have a little work to do there, just kind of examining that, but without judging, you know, wherever you're at right now, just thinking of one small way maybe each day or each week or even each month that you can really show up for yourself in in a very loving way i know that quote self-love has become very trite but i think that there are so many opportunities that we miss that we can do things for ourselves you know i'm a romantic i can i can really bring it and why not do that for myself just like i would do that for a partner or a friend or a loved one So yeah, looking to yourself as a resource for some of that love that you're hoping to receive from outside of yourself. And I think when we show ourselves that love and we spend the time and energy doting on ourselves in a way, we really are bringing that energy of, you know, deservingness and worthiness and, you know, self-esteem and, you know, it's not super... It's not super mainstream to talk about but I think there is an energy to treating ourselves really well that really echoes out around us that we deserve love and we deserve good things and I think that that has an impact on our day-to-day and I think it brings more love our way. So I encourage you to be your own best uh, advocate and lover. (laughs) Another way to make space for a little bit more love and a little bit more magic in your life is a pretty simple one and this is stillness. Now I can imagine this is one that brings up some resistance for so many of us. I think our culture really demands productivity and really rewards it so I will just say that in any way that you can it doesn't have to be meditation but of course it can be Can you just allow yourself to be still for part of your day, not doing anything? That's really what this is code for. Can you just let yourself be, even for just a couple moments in the day, and just notice how that feels, notice the thoughts that come up, and maybe the pressure you feel to have something to show for your time in every moment of the day, really sitting still with yourself and reminding yourself yourself that you are absolutely enough just being you don't have to be doing to be worthy of anything so try on a little stillness the last one that i can think of as a way to make space for love and to bring more love into your life is service how can you bring your gifts to the collective for fun and for free what are you really good at what lights you up You know, maybe what do people tell you that you're really good at or what do people come to you for? And certainly we should be receiving value and energy exchange for the things that we give others. You know, I'm not saying go out and, you know, give all your money away or give out your services for free. But I also think that when we give, we get back tenfold. And I don't mean this in a superstitious way. I mean this in the way of it feels so good. To give and being of service is just this beautiful way to connect to our community it's a beautiful way to connect to the whole world around us so maybe just noticing you know maybe you don't do anything today or this week or even this month but starting to notice in what ways are you feeling called to be of service and maybe just writing a list of ideas that come to mind nothing is off the table. And what are ways that you feel that you can be of service to your community? So maybe that's as simple as calling a friend or a loved one who you know is, is lonely. Or speaking to a neighbor who is maybe much older than you or isolated. Or is there some kind of organization that's really close to your heart that you can spend maybe an hour a month going there and volunteering? I encourage you to just be creative and to be open to whatever comes up because you have so much to offer this world. And I guarantee you that if you just start doing a little bit to be of service, you will find so much healing in that. And I think we all need to feel like we have something to offer and we have a purpose and maybe many purposes. And so to be of service is really, I think, the highest form of using our gifts you know what what needs are in your area and how can you serve them you know what what do you really love to do can you do it for somebody who needs it so think about this you know what ways what ways of being of service are exciting to you and actually sound like they could be fun you know maybe it's tutoring maybe it's volunteering for a helpline like a phone hotline whatever feels like you would actually really enjoy it and it would light you up a little bit to do that, try it out. And it's okay if the first few things that you try don't feel like the right fit, but I guarantee that there are so many ways that you can be of service even if it's going above and beyond and maybe buying your grumpy boss a cup of coffee, okay? Often the service that we give, you know, it's not necessarily just to people that we really love or that we really even like, but being of service to somebody who maybe you feel some resistance around, that can be so healing for you personally and that relationship and that dynamic and it really kind of empowers you to decide how you're going to show up for that relationship. So to use that example, you know, say you have a boss who really just irks you or a coworker that really rubs you the wrong way or that you that you tend to clash with. Maybe start looking for ways that you can be of service to them and how you can help them or give Give freely of yourself to them in just little ways. You know, I'm not talking about an overhaul or, you know, anything that's going to put you out or impose upon you too much, but just little things that aren't too hard for you to do. And that has the potential to transform your relationship with that person, your perspective on that person and how you feel in that day, in that moment. And just going forward in your interactions with them. So looking for ways to be of service. I'm so curious to hear if there's ways that you are already being of service. I would love to hear. Send me a message on Instagram. We have an account for Love Space Podcast. So you can DM me there or you can DM my personal account, which is Aaron Evans, A-R-Y-N Evans. I would love to hear from you. How are you being of service? How are you slowing down? How are you simplifying? What are you surrendering? How are you connecting with spirit? And what are you doing for yourself that you would love for others to do for you, but that you know you can do for yourself? So tell me what you think. Tell me what's working for you. And I hope that wherever you are, you find one of these suggestions and start making more space for love. All right. Until next time, take care.